And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend Show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. She's a comedian and everyone's favorite snackstagrammer. It's Jenna Kim Jones. He's an Eagle Scout, and the answer to the question, what if Franklin Covey made a person, it's Alan Moss. And he's a comedian and former cornerback for the Reno High School Ashtrays, it's David Huntsberger. Chef Jeff is here to show us how to season his tenderloin. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little bugles. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello and welcome back, David Huntsberger. Thank you for having me. I went to uh, Proctor R. Hug High School and our our mascot was not the Astros. The fighting Astros? (laughs) It was a fighting Astros. (laughs) I'm sorry. What was it? it? I I don't want to tell you. Oh, no. Uh, no, We were the Hawks. Oh, the Hawks. But I prefer Astros. I think that's funny. (laughs) Hello and welcome back, Jenna. Thank you. Sorry I was gone. Hello, Alan. Hello. Hi, Daniel. Hi. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Allison. I heard you guys got to go out to see a movie. Which movie did you go see? Logan. Oh, I heard that was good. Oh, Logan, that's right. (laughs) Someone asked me when I was very pregnant, someone who I didn't think listened to the podcast, said, "Um, are you going to name your kid Logan? And I was like, that's... No, I'm not. And uh, Logan, <laughs> popular... what are you doing, Logan? More... Logan, <laughs> do you like your juice? <laughs> I like it. It has a little ring to it. Impressions. Did you see that they came out with, I think, the first American girl doll that's a boy and they named him Logan? Yes. Of course And he did. looks like a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> I got to say, I did not know Logan was a super popular name. And I met, a, I worked with a guy whose name was Logan. I was like, that is a really great name. And now I hate it because I realize how popular it is. It's funny how it turns, but yeah, you yeah. The only Logans I know in real life are female. What oh, I know, really? like three oh. girl Logans. Oh, so to me, it's always been a girl's name because I like grew up with. Can that. I ask you? Is it a a Utah thing? I'm putting in quotes. Probably Utah is uh, very take, very to take weird. Boy with names, names and make them girl names. I mean, is it <laughs> makeup names, That'll fake make names, names, combining yeah. two names that shouldn't be combined? Yeah. Oh, like what? Um, uh, Amber Lynn. And you're yeah. like, what? Um, like Kaysen. Kaysen. That's a very popular uh, one. Laverle. <laughs> that's <laughs> not. No. That, that is, is a real no, name. No, that's a real no, name. It's a real name. Where does the yeah. Verl come from? Who knows? <laughs> a boy or a girl? Is it two? Is it Either. like Laverle? Uh, I think it, yeah, it's like, yeah. no, it's one word, Laverle. It's like it's, Laverne uh, and Merle. Or Laverne yeah. and Earl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, they're into it. I have yeah. to clarify. Ooh. I actually know some Logans, and they're fine. It's just that this particular American girl doll that is a boy looks like tribal tattoo. Someone What's who would listen thing? to John Mayer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No offense. Oh boy, I'm offending everyone. <laughs> it reminds me of a very so gentle he has way. A double pop collar. He's wearing yeah, yeah bejeweled uh-huh. jeans. It reminds like me of shorts. <laughs> a Dave Matthews band hat. Yeah, okay, I got it. It reminds me of that. Does he have uh, sunglasses on the back of his head. Yeah, yes, <laughs> he should. It reminds me of that. Um, Ralph Lauren. Oh yeah, for kids we were thing walking we saw around in New, in New York and we saw this um, mannequin that was dressed like Courtney Kardashian's. 
boyfriend Scott Disick, like the way he oh, would dress. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but it was a kid. A, like a five-year-old. It was very, it was very weird. I Instagrammed yeah. it. Yeah, it was really odd. Yeah. Give yourself a, a few years. Say, Elliot when's will be Elliot going like to be wearing the outfit? What was it about Did you get that it? outfit, though? It was like... Was it, it was, it it was, was like sexualized. A, yeah, there was oh, something... Yeah, there was Ugh. something... Um, I don't know. There, there was a certain... Um, metro... I don't hate this word, but metrosexuality about it. <laughs> but... But on a mannequin. But it's like for a five-year-old, it's weird. And like, why would a five-year-old have that kind of style it's almost like they have this an attitude at five that the five-year-old shouldn't have it was just yeah. the whole thing was just so odd you had to take a picture of it like this child weekends in the hamptons and needs to unwind after working on wall Street. yeah and 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 by the way when you socks. tell him that you read david foster wallace is like okay everybody, everybody says that but did you, you know. i like the idea of a kid doll holding like a very long champagne glass <laughs> just with his juice see in it (laughs) (laughs) that Um, is a good idea so lots of stuff to get to uh daniel and i are coming off of a week of having his mom here and i got a little bit of sleep for the first time hey and i'm working on a theory and i want to know what you guys think um my so my mom is really good with elliot she'll come up and she'll hold him and she'll be like you know you could take a nap if you want and i thought but it's nice to have my mom around. And then Daniel's mom swept into town and she's like, you guys go to sleep. I'm going to get up at four in the morning. I will take care of the baby. I'll change his diaper. I'll feed him. I'll like, she did everything. And she also cleaned our kitchen and did all of our laundry, like super mom and loves doing all. And I sort of resisted it a little bit at the beginning. Like I, I don't think I can sleep if someone else is taking care of Elliot and I need to sort of, control this but then at a certain point i was like no i can sleep at least i'm gonna try um and <laughs> like how long can, did you resist <laughs> like two i nights. couldn't pop can, <laughs> to, to be fair to your mom she lives in the area my mom is out of state so there's my mom has to uh do more in the short amount of time your mom can come up whenever so just your mom's great too. Yeah, no, I started this isn't by a competition, saying, Allison. I'm not making it a competition. I started by saying, <laughs> "Oh, my I mom's- had judged it. I had a clear winner." <laughs> yeah, like what the hell? <laughs> but then I was talking to a friend of mine who was saying who has the same dynamic, and she said that her husband's mother came to town, and it was the exact same thing. Jenna, you yes. guys have two moms. How does it work with you? <laughs> you know what's funny is my mom and I are so t- so close. That when she comes to town, I end up not resting as much as I should because I want to hang out with her. Mm. And then I also feel like she's the person that I like can complain to. And she's like my emotional support. Mm -hmm. And that means a lot to me. But it's very different because Al's mom did come and she like stayed up all night with the baby one night. And she let us go out, like we went out to lunch and like hung out by ourselves. And that was really weird, but felt really good. So I, I similar, it's similar. Well, that, yeah, that's why I brought it up because I sort of thought you had said something to that effect. And, but my mom also does a lot for us too. So I can't really, yeah, Yeah. she's done a lot. But in the very beginning, it felt like my mom was the person I would cry to. Mm -hmm. And his mom was the person who was like, I'm going to come to town and stay up all night and take care of the baby so you can sleep. And that was really nice. (laughs) It's so nice. Yeah. Like my mom would get up at like 
three thirty in the morning, and then she. But just that's be the up. time she normally gets up. That's she like, goes to sleep very early, and she wakes up very early. Yeah, and so she'd be like, "Okay, I'll take care." Of it's like, "Are you kidding me? I get to sleep so much." And then last night she wasn't here, and all day long I've been a zombie because I didn't get sleep. And I was like, <laughs> Fuck! We need to like give my mom a salary or something. <laughs> She's a very affordable living help. Yeah. I'm curious because I have. Like that that makes me think of uh two potential options for like the impetus to do that. One, I'm I'm an empty nester and I miss the babies. The other, I really screwed this up the last time. <laughs> <laughs> and I do, do either of those apply? I think my mom's had baby fever for many years and has been mm-hmm. like, When are you gonna have uh, okay. ba-? you know, yeah, so like yeah. for her and she just misses And Daniel's an only child. I'm an only child, like I think there's that thing where the kid grows up and you don't get to have that baby anymore. And so grandmas know how fleeting that moment is. Uh-huh. And so they so they want to soak it up because yeah, yeah. it's like, oh my God, like baby Daniel again, kind of. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and in nine months, it's going to be a different baby Daniel. And then in two years, it'll be a toddler. And so that I think part of it is that urgency. I think that's a big part of it cuz I mean even when we had Sam, my mom wasn't planning on coming out cuz we didn't know when we were going to have her and it was complicated and it was the week before Thanksgiving and she had my other siblings coming to see her. So it was a really weird time for her to come, but then as soon as I had the baby, we called her in the middle of the night and told her we had the baby. She's like, I'm getting in my car. And she drove all the way to California. I remember and, that. And so she just snowshoed the whole way. It was like, it was crazy. She was there in like 10 hours. And, yeah. and she so, just popped the car in neutral in front of the hospital. And I got in and she got out and I drove her car home and slept. Quiet. And, it was amazing. and it really was. It so was like, awesome. so I think there's this sense of urgency, especially when the parents live away, yeah. like further away to see the baby and enjoy the baby while it's still a baby because yeah. even you guys have probably seen they grow up crazy fast yeah. in the beginning oh, yeah. like even within the last five days you see the development yep. yeah you know? like a week ago he would like open his eyes and you're like is he looking at us i don't know maybe he's looking at us and now he's clearly staring at you mm-hmm. and even smiling and so cute. i mean his face looks so big to me yeah his yeah yeah. Yeah. So, so it's, I, yeah. it's amazing. I think especially when your parents live out of town, it's like, I need the baby moment before it's gone. So yeah. I was working on a theory based on three people. However, now hearing from Jenna, it's more like two and a half people <laughs> that the husband's moms are like super grandmas and that that's a pattern. However, I'm thinking that maybe I just, maybe it's not a pattern. How do you feel like your mom would be, David? She She just for the first time, like a month or two ago, laid out her did resume and credentials <laughs> did <that> finally <laughs> she was like her, gra- her grandma of, resume yeah yeah she she really did she's never hinted at that or anything but she was just like i'd be really good at it i'd be excited yeah, about that's it what my mom did. she was and but it wasn't like why aren't you guys having kids it was just like i just think i'd be pretty great at this <laughs> i'm financially stable <laughs> yeah i think that i have references no i i actually wonder if um Women, you know, like there's the biological clock that happens, you know, naturally. But then later, I think there's another sort of baby fever that happens, you know, where you want grandchildren. And because I, I, you know, that thing I'm talking, it's like a, it was like a crazy urgency that my mom had. Like, I need a grandkid to like <laughs> smell and kiss and change the diapers. Um, and I, I'm not sure what what's going on there, but. 
there's also, I think, a little bit like my mom came, like we said, within 10 hours of Sam being born, <laughs> drove all night. But then also she left right away. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think part of that was, and she did tell me later, like, I just kind of felt like you and Al could figure it out. Like it was sort of you mm. guys were, you know, you're grown, you, yeah. You maybe our f- moms have more faith in us than our husbands' moms have. <laughs> maybe in them. that's what it is. Ooh, I think that might yeah. be right true. because because my mom <laughs> did tell me like I just felt like you guys could do it and you were okay. Like like you're you know? an adult now, right? You're married, right? <clears throat> like I'm gonna step away and let you figure this out. So there's a little bit of that, hmm. maybe. I th- I think I think there's something to this. Yeah, listeners, write in and let us know. <laughs> my question back to you guys is. Uh, how comfortable are you with each of your respective mothers with like, oh, I'm going to change him or bathe him. And you're like, I've seen you put away groceries and they're <laughs> <laughs> dropping them on the floor or whatever it is. Like, is there full 100% complete trust or is there like, I'll peek over your shoulder a little bit here. I, I it, do. Yeah. It, I think just because this is my first baby, it took me a little while, even yeah. with my own mom too. Mm-hmm. Like, cause she came up I think the first week that we were home from the hospital and she was holding Elliot and she was like, why don't you try to take a nap? And I tried, but I just, I'm, I was saying to her, like, can't, I can't relax. You don't take naps though, even if, even before all of this, it's not like you weren't the kind of person that could just lay down and take a nap. I was when I was pregnant. I took two naps in one day, many days. <laughs> <laughs> and I get what you're saying. Generally, yeah. you're but not. But I, yeah. I think there's this thing of like, I can't, I can't, just I can't let go and trust that everything's going to be okay. I need to manage this and like, I don't know what I'm doing and this is also new and I need to be on top of it. Um, but yeah, by the end, actually, both Daniel and I went out and ran errands and Daniel's mom was alone at home with Elliot and also Wendy, who I like to think was also babysitting. And <laughs> I was, I felt totally fine with it. They said in the baby classes, they're like, in the, you know, in the first weeks when people come over, you know, they're going to want to hold the baby. Don't let them hold the baby. You know, make them do errands for you or bring food and then leave after five minutes. And it's like, fuck that shit. Like, here's the baby. <laughs> Have them as long as you want. Like, I'm going to run an had, errand. We had to work up to that. I don't think we were like that at the very beginning. Mm, I don't know. Because <laughs> it, it's not like, I mean, I don't know. Like, what's the fear? You know, they know how to handle babies. They raised how us. How long do right. you have? I mean, not the fear with them, but I'm just saying in general. If, if the question is, what's the fear? I have a lot of answers. But I feel... I feel more comfortable with one of our parents, yes. one of our mothers having the baby than us after a week. They oh, ra- that, that is true. They that raised, is true. They, you know, your mom raised two babies. My mom raised one. And I was like two. Um, <laughs> and they know what they're doing. So That's what I That's would agree true. with. I wasn't worried about the skill set. I was more worried that my mom or Jenna's mom would feel like we were dumping on them. Yeah. And yeah. like... Oh, so you just have this baby and then you walk out? I mean, and so for us, it's like, you're a guest in our home. You don't have to stay up all night. We'll do it. It's nice. We'll take you up on going out on a date or sleeping yeah. for a few hours, but we're like in the game. I know? also had that fear as well. Yeah. I had the fear that Daniel's mom would be like judging my, even though she's right. totally nice and not judgmental, I feel right. like all the time everyone is judging my mothering skills and i feel like that's just a new mom thing no, mm-hmm. just just me but i feel like for people to come over especially your parents it's like they're here to help like they know there's a lot of schlep work involved and it's just a lot of long hours and it's like it's not it's not super complicated at the beginning it's just there's a lot of it 
and they just want to, oh, I'm going to put in some hours and free you guys up. Right. I think that's the main motivation. Yeah, my mom was good about, uh, because I was like ready to get, to wake Jenna up because like, oh, you got to breastfeed. And my mom was like, do not wake her. Your baby is fine. And then, and then Jenna slept for like two more hours and Sam was fine for two more hours. So she kind of helped us regulate of like, you guys are being a bit ridiculous. Chill it out. <laughs> yeah, that's She's true. not going to die if she doesn't eat for an hour. You're going to be all right. right. And then I was like, oh yeah, she is fine. Look at that. And, yeah. yeah. Was there ever like a compulsion to just like, well, she doesn't have to be awake for this and try to like hook up the, <laughs> I get what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? Like just attach the baby to the food let store. Jenna <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would have screamed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's such a weird way to wake up. Oh just being gosh. a good dad here. Well, what would she be dreaming about? <laughs> <laughs> Little tiny alligators. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know what seems scary to me? Breastfeeding a child with teeth. Oh, yeah. forget. I told, I know if breastfeeding had gone better for me and I breastfed for longer, there's as soon as one tooth popped out, I've been like, absolutely not. This is over. Not happening. Forget it. I saw a lot of that in Uruguay. <laughs> you said had that. gone better for me. And I, my brain, when I first heard that, thought you were saying if breastfeeding a gun. Oh yeah. If that were, had gone like, better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be so dangerous. <laughs> but that's, that's what I thought so she was dangerous. equating it to. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Uh, that uh, is this is not good podcasting while i am silent to take in the image you're talking about <laughs> i get it now though i was anyway moving on i despite the fact that i had sleep i still am tired that is my excuse for why i'm like this right now thank you someone remind me what we were talking about breastfeeding oh guns. no uruguay uruguay yes oh, oh right yeah we had a general rule if the kid can ask for it he doesn't need to breastfeed. Yeah. That was our typical rule. Mm-hmm. So if he's saying, lolly, mama, lolly, it's like he's too old. Feed him normal food. <laughs> he does what was he saying? Lolly was like his word for give me your boob. I need to breastfeed. <laughs> but I know, but which, what word is that actually? Lolly, it's like, uh, it's a, it would be like jargon. It would oh, be okay. like, uh, yeah. Show me your boobs. Sort of like that. <laughs> yeah, it would be, yeah, because like the, the actual word is breast. It would be like saying boob or like, gotcha. give me the, Lale would be like saying, give me the milk. Mm. If it was la leche. No, it would be, no, I don't think so. It's not short for that? I don't think so. Hmm. But all I know is that's the word they would use because they'd scream it. And <laughs> then I'd be like, I need to leave. I don't need to <laughs> so we're going hard after the young male demographic right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. All this. Um, well, maybe girl. they'll be interested in this next topic. Bunt cakes. Before we started, Jenna mentioned casually receiving an email as one does from uh, Nothing Bunt Cake. Yeah, I signed up so I could get a free one on my birthday. Big what? deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to hear more. What is Nothing Bunt Cake? It is a store that I found uh, when we went to Palm Springs one time. And it's a chain. They're all over the country, but all they sell are bunt cakes. And they're nothing but the cakes. Yeah. yeah. And they're so good. They're phenomenal. They're you know them too. so yeah, they are, they are good. good. Anyway, they're uh, like tiny. You, it's like, well, they almost sell like little ones, ones. And then yeah. they sell, they sell like three. Those sizes. are the ones in the molds that look like donut kind yeah. of mold, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you not familiar with bunt? I am, it has a D in it. <laughs> it does. It's no, I am, name. but I can't, like, I couldn't tell you about the cake other than it's sort of moist very very yeah. Yeah, i mean it's just the sort of cake. how dare you 
I mean, I'm not a real cake aficionado. <laughs> is that the, is that the defining trait of a bunt cake? No, no, no I think it's, it's the shape. Good. Yeah, yeah. the sort of moistness. <laughs> yeah, it's not know. the defining trait. It's, it's the, it <laughs> is the, the shapes of this cake. <laughs> so I signed up when I we were there buying them because I'm like, oh, you get a free little one on your birthday. Cool. Anyway, there's not even one nearby, but uh, so for her birthday, uh, we yeah, like drive down to near Palm like Oceanside. <laughs> yeah, so. that's yeah. far. So I, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I just get the emails now and go like, dang it, I wish I could go get a cake. <laughs> <laughs> what would it take for them to mail you one? I know. Yeah, I right? thought maybe that's what was was happening. That sounds I bet they could. hard, but, but, but worth the only, it. I know. It's the only so place good. where so you it. pay like. $18 for a small bun cake and you're like this was a great idea it's worth this it. was a great idea oh man do they have all different flavors by the way I should say they're not a sponsor they have I'm tons of flavors and they have seasonal flavors it's a life of not enjoying cake I know what is that I, it's not that I don't enjoy cake I think I just have more bad cake than good cake mm. and it makes me not excited to eat cake this is the saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> so you're prone to cake. You enjoy it if it's good. Yeah. And you've mm-hmm. had so many bad cakes in your life yeah. that it's I, tricked you into thinking you don't like cake? There's a lot of bad well, product out there. I think yeah, that's there true. Is. That's true. I think that like um, the standard birthday cake is awful. Mm-hmm. And, Dis- disagree. Oh, yeah. Strongly disagree. Wow. Yeah, well, I know. I'm like, blah. Wait, but you're referring just... to like just going to a grocery store, grab... Sheet cake. Yeah. Like yeah, a sheet, sheet cake. cake. Mm. I don't know. Cake... When I when I think of the idea of cake, it doesn't well, make if you say me, it like that. It's not going to be good. When I think of Jonah's rainbows, <laughs> it's just like crumbly. It's like crumbly and sort not of sweet sort of and not sort of moist. And you know, when cake is good, it's sort of moist. It's got like not too sweet frosting. Mm. Again, I know. I'm like, oh. you know, you're, but you like that birthday cake artificial flavor too, which I. Ugh. What if one or several of your listeners would send in their cake that they're proud of? Oh yeah, and give you some samples. I'd love It'd it. Be very messy, That'd be awesome. But, but there are cool. cakes I love. Like there's a, um, uh, you know, I like carrot cake or a, you know, like there's an Italian wedding cake at this place in Santa Monica that I'm obsessed with, and um, so it's not like I hate cake. Mm-hmm. across the board it's just you know i work in an office and have and every month for the last 12 years of my life it's hey everybody come to the break room yeah there's cake and it's never good <laughs> not just cake the cheapest cake we could find right yeah. and sometimes they even sometimes they think they're getting a great cake and it's not and so at a certain point you're like i guess i don't like cake yeah because i don't get excited about those emails like ugh. Yeah. What would you get excited about if it? I don't mean in general. At this point, I mean, like what kind of? There's what in the break room would get you excited? Cupcakes, weirdly, would be more desirable than a fucking sliced up cake. So it's a shape situation. No, I just feel like cupcakes <laughs> tend to be more, um, sort of moist. <laughs> so you, you just don't want anything dry. Yeah, you know yeah. what that crumbly like what's worse than just dry crumbly cornbread? You want you want it no to be cornbread. like you want it to be like <laughs> how dare you. <laughs> Why did I marry you? Cornbread's the best. Cornbread is phenomenal. It's so good. Yeah. No, Ugh. you said what's worse. Yeah, no not cornbread. What's, better. what's worse than dry crumbly cornbread? Oh. No cornbread. Do, do you remember no why you married me now? No 
Yeah, I need you to remind me what I'm saying. Wait, so if you go, so you've had so many bad office birthday cakes that if you go to like a nice restaurant, they're like, we have red velvet cake, we've got this molten chocolate fudge cake. You hmm. go, ugh, cake's gross. Or do you still, you try one? <laughs> yes. Well, so that, that really dense, like <laughs> like a dense chocolate cake is really good. I like that. Like a, like a yeah, fudge. Everyone does. You yeah. like cake. It's no, what good. I don't like is sheet cake. <laughs> You don't like bad cake. Did I you say don't like I don't bad like cake? He doesn't like, like bad cake. <laughs> I'm going to take a strong stance against bad cake. Look, I, I don't care. I'll say it. I don't like bad cake. I think I think I do like bad cake, though. That's yeah, like that's the thing. Cake. You, yeah. you guys think I'm crazy. She likes bad yeah, cake. Yeah, sign me up for a Costco sheet cake yeah. any day of the week. But it's the equivalent of you being like, oh, wine. <laughs> I've had right. so many cheap like gas station bottles of wine. Like, yeah. sure, but there's also there's good one. Really oh, good. You're like, wine. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> fair enough. Okay, so I like really good cake. <laughs> I don't like bad cake. I'm married with, to someone who likes any cake. Yeah. The rest of us will drink right. gas station wine or the equivalent in cake. Yeah. She is the cake equivalent of um, a bus station wino. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> that being said, that's, that's happening. not a good sound bite. <laughs> okay. I'm just, I'm just kidding, honey. I love you. I know. That being said, just to make it clear, I do not have cake very often. No, you just like it. I that's just all. like it. Right. I think probably because I don't have it that often. There aren't pa- brown paper bags full of cheap Vaughn's cake stashed in, <laughs> in the closet or anything. I mean, we're. Imagine we don't, if there yeah. were, though. There's yeah, not. but I th- actually, and I can't believe we're still talking about this, but I am digging in. <laughs> During pregnancy, I remember thinking, maybe I'm kind of over the cake thing. Because if someone were to offer me aforementioned bad cake, I don't think I'd be that excited mm, by it. There was somewhere where I was was uh, leaning more towards like a fruity pie or something which normally i would not want Mm -hmm. at all Mm -hmm. and i think it's because that feeling of shoveling cake in my mouth i didn't have the urge anymore i'm not a huge pie guy though either so i gotta say if i all right (laughs) now you've done it things to say on pie Uh, days that's right i like a good pie though (laughs) (laughs) so you know i just want to make that clear The bad pies, no thanks. Um, so on the, Jenna, you missed this riveting conversation about how does one throw out a trash can? Oh. That was oh, last yeah. week. Okay. Why were we talking about that? Oh, because <laughs> of Dave's in a, like reluctance to throw the box that holds the trash bags into one of the bags that had, <laughs> held, had been inside yeah. the box Oh, before. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a real That's teacher right. and student situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that... Led into how does one throw out a trash can? This past mm. week, Daniel broke our trash can. <gasps> Wait a second. Our tr- wow. Not on purpose. Do you have yeah. the flippy yeah, thing? pad? <laughs> <laughs> the the pedal, there's like a little, um, I don't know what you'd call it, like a Stem. plastic thing that, yeah, that it broke. So you, you step on it and it doesn't really go up anymore. Oh, Is, no. Was it a good human yeah. trash can? Oh, it like, might have they're been. They're kind of like stainless steel and... No. No, uh, it's oh, plastic I know and it, it's, a, it's a plastic wannabe. Oh, okay. Good, yeah. good. Yeah. I never really loved this trash can. I, I'm going to say it now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it was something we got, uh, you know, on one of those, we just moved into a place, got to go to Bed Bath and Beyond mm-hmm. and stock up kind of trips. And it's just like, oh, we grab that one. But I didn't spend the time shopping for the right trash can. 
So it was a fraught relationship. I had not- no complaints. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so you miss it. I do. When I <laughs> stepped on it and the whole trash can tipped towards me and the top, like if it made a sound, it was like this. <laughs> oh. I mean, it didn't make a sound, but that was right. the feeling yeah. of stepping on the pedal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it, and one side opens a little better. The other one's just like. So now you just like slip the trash in as well right. as you can in yeah. that tiny space. I still, or you can just lift the lid. You don't yeah. want to lift the lid. I wouldn't. <laughs> no, you know what? You have the pedal option for so long. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And I keep Sorry. stepping on it, and the trash can keeps like wobbling towards me. <clears throat> so I was going to just buy this version again on Amazon, which if you're going to buy a disappointing trash can <laughs> or a non disappointing or not trash on can. Amazon, click through the banner on my website, com. Doesn't cost me anything extra. Thank you for your Amazon support. It helps out the show. Anyway, I was just going to get another version of this trash can. No. And then I found out, no, Daniel has been. Uh, I've been living with this for a while and now we're going to, I'm not going to let this happen again. But it was an accident that you broke it. <laughs> yes. I Are mean, I wasn't sure? like out Very to get the trash can. Very few people purposefully break, break a trash can. <laughs> no. I, Very I, few I, people dislike cake. <laughs> <laughs> you never know with me. I don't know with you. I, no, I didn't purposely break it. Um, I did not purposely break it either. Oh, so you're mad at it. You stomped I, on it too I'll, hard. I'll just say I, I might use a little extra aggression with it that would have broken it because, you know, mm. I, I don't like it. But it pass, 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 pass. Get <laughs> yeah. the fuck out of here. Yeah, trash can. Did you explain why you dislike it? Because the lid, um, so it's, imagine just a rectangle, okay? Not a square. Got it. Right? <laughs> The, easy to easy to Give picture. Give me a second here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so the, the lid, instead of opening the short way so that it only lifts a little bit, mm-hmm. it lifts the long way. That is absurd. So oh. it goes, so you step on it, it goes, and it's this huge <laughs> fucking lid. And it's like, who needs that much lid in your life? I don't. I don't want to be thinking about trash can lids as much as I do. Did it remind you of a tongue? <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's sort of like a pelican's Beak, yeah. you know, like with the long, yeah, it's like you're feeding this garbage pelican. It's, it, I, I want it to, I want it to open the other way. Would have had it. little googly I'm, eyes at the back of the long rectangle. Oh, that's so cute. I, I think I would love it if, if that happened. Like an By the way, trash can. you should invest in stick on googly eyes. I think everyone's yeah. life gets a little better <laughs> with googly eyes. It's yeah. funny you say an alligator trash can because weren't we, didn't. Yeah, Chocodiles came up a while ago. Yes. Yeah, Chocodiles oh, yeah. and um fuck. Excuse my language. What was it? It was something that had to do with urine. Oh, yeah, the urigator. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but what was that? Well, yeah, what was it? It was, it was like Oh gosh. <laughs> Boy. It was like a little alligator that irrigated something. Your urine somehow? <laughs> I don't remember. Like for a toilet? I don't remember. I mean, I don't we're going to have to go back and yeah. listen. But I mean, someone please tweet us. Um, <laughs> what is that thing? This is, it's a, it's a word that I should know, but I, no words, no words happening in my brain right now. A thing where you press one end of it and it flips. A lever? I guess. Is it as simple as just lever? You well, press one uh, end a lever will do that. <laughs> it's yes. got like a fulcrum. Yes. I guess that's kind of what our lid is sort of like. Yeah, the fulcrum. I mean, not really, but just it's it, it could launch something. If you put something on the top, you could the throw trebuchet. The, that's no trebuchet because that has the different. swing catapult. Catapult. 
which is a form which is a yeah is a catapult well a trebuchet? A, t- a trebuchet is a catapult right it's a it's a type <clears throat> of an advanced yeah 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 because yeah. it has the long swingy yeah. up and right down. yeah but i don't think i think yours was just working on like, a normal catapult on a normal lever really like more you push lever. here and then it right. pulls this down and then it, there'd be a bar here and then it Levered yep. it that way. That's probably pretty good to listen to. Yeah, yeah the, I, that was I, you nailed it. The, I, the hand motions were spot on. So I just I'm think sure. just because it's got a big. <laughs> You're welcome. Just because it's got a big flappy thing, that's no reason to hate it. Mm, I don't know. I've hated things for less. <laughs> that's true. You have to apl- first of all. You have to apply more pressure, and it takes longer for it to open. So you have to push harder because you've got so much weight on the thing that you're you're getting up mm-hmm. into the air, and this it, is, there's it takes so an much extra visual it takes happening. an extra second for it to like right right. Goes, you can hear it going Ugh, to open rather than like a little it, w- the other side it would go huh. it would just open and go Bip. it would open real quick mm-hmm. right. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. How do you feel about when they're real slow to compress back down? I don't like it. I like that because oftentimes you're like, oh, I forgot something and then you still have time. <laughs> like that last in minute. Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah, Indiana like Jones that. is like trash in the thing. <laughs> yeah, so I, I like I, that. I so the real question is, because we are also in the market for a garbage can. Oh, we are. Have you done some research on the next garbage can? No, but I you feel like... hope he had, I right? feel like by now, you know, there's probably like in the internet of things... There's probably an internet-connected trash can that we could get that's, that's on the true. Wi-Fi. Oh, right now. Cool. a smart trash can. If it like understood, like, can. slang, like, coming at you. Yeah. <laughs> open up. That would actually be great, because we have a child now who loves to throw everything away. So oh. I've been having to go through the trash and, like, find stuff. Because... Oh. So we need a trash can with a lid. Yeah. Because we don't have that. Oh. Anyway, hmm. she discovered the trash can this week. That's is it wide neat, open? Though. Is it under a sink or something? Uh, we just have it like way over in the corner in the kitchen open because mm-hmm. uh, it's just easier. But now she thinks it's so fun to throw everything away. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Is yeah. she trying to neaten up? Yeah. No, she's she, she she's just so she crazy. just copies what she sees. So right. like, we put stuff in the laundry, we put stuff in the trash. So she like takes her binky, throws it in the trash. <laughs> <She's> like, That's <laughs> not where that goes. <laughs> we lost her binky. We lost some shoes almost. Oh, There's been no. a couple of close calls. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Anyway, let us know how the garbage can thing goes. You would think there's some sort of child-proofing thing, right? Probably. Oh, we just is. haven't yeah. gone there. Yeah. You guys, let's say you're planning a wedding, and let's say you want one of these snazzy trash cans that we've been talking about, or let's say you want other more traditional wedding registry stuff, or pretty much just anything that you want. I know where you should register Zola. It's a wedding registry that will do anything for love and couples can register for the brands they want on an easy to use platform with the ability to personalize everything with notes and photos. It's a registry that feels like them. And Zola is a one-stop registry. Uh, couples can register for whatever they want, sheets, a wine subscription, honeymoon funds, fancy trash can like we've been talking about, or a disappointing trash can like we've been talking about. Um, Zola works directly with 450 brands so the happy couple can find whatever they want in one place. And brands include KitchenAid, SoulCycle, Le Creuset, Sonos, Ralph Lauren, and more. Um, and there's tons of other benefits like it's available everywhere. It's the highest rated registry app on the iPhone, iPad, and Apple Watch to register on the go. And couples can have gifts shipped now, later, or exchange them for something they'll really love. You can do group gifting so multiple guests can contribute to bigger ticket items. There's price matching. Zola offers price matching 
to make gift giving even easier for your guests and they help you with thanks. Couples can export a list of their gifts and senders to make sending those thank you notes a snap. So when you're planning a wedding, anything that makes your life simpler um, is so welcome. Zola is something like that. Zola is the wedding registry that will do anything for love. All the gifts, experiences, and funds you want all in one place. Listeners, receive $50 off when you register and use Zola. Visit Zola.com slash Allison for details. That's Zola, Z-O-L-A dot com slash Allison. Okay. So Jenna, you were out last week. I was, yes. Did you miss us? I totally did. I was jealous. Al was here podcasting, laughing, having <laughs> a great time. And it's Sam true. was at home just like pouring snot out of her nose, oh, crying, yeah. so sad. She would go from like feeling okay and like running around the house because she, she's not a snuggly baby even when she's sick. So she just would like run around for a while and then suddenly be really sad and come over and snuggle me for like 30 seconds and I couldn't get her to sleep. I finally got her to sleep right before Al got home. Yeah. So it was, it was rough. But she, it was her first time being sick. So we really yeah. kind of got lucky because a lot of times babies get sick well before. I mean, she's like almost 16 months old. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So she it was her first major cold. And she it was just like really 24 hours of drama. And then she got she was pretty good after that. Hmm. Well, I'm glad she's better. Yeah, she's totally fine now. Running around like a crazy lady, throwing <laughs> stuff away. Dancing. <laughs> dancing. Lots we got dancing. a little swimming pool that we put in our oh, little enclosed area. And she loves it. Loves it. Like a little inflatable pool? Yes. Yeah. And she just wants to sit in it and play all, for hours. It's great. That's really good. Yeah. I mean, it's I have to sit cute. there with her because, you know, water, we, but. We gave Elliot a bath and I think he's going to be talking about it in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it going was, to be talking about it in therapy. How bad was it? It was, he cried in a way that I hadn't heard before. It was like the cries escalated into screams almost. It Mm -hmm. was so awful. It was like a horror movie. It was so awful. So we have not bathed him since. However, um, I've I've learned more about how to bathe in a way that... um, that they can tolerate except he hates wetness it seems like yeah. he cries the second his diaper is wet and some kid like how's sam with sam that? didn't care okay she didn't care about diaper wetness yeah but she screamed every bath for like six months hmm. i thought that when you had i wait a minute al <laughs> yeah. when she I thought turned the water when, on she would go quiet oh uh, if the that. water was on yeah, she we, would go quiet. On, but quiet but then i we were in a drought you guys and i was like we <laughs> yeah. can't it's leave the water, the water on <laughs> do you like, mean the water on like running onto her yeah that no no, no. oh, oh just, I see. just the, the sound of it. sound of the water gotcha. helped her no but she screamed a lot in bath time yeah, i don't know if i'd say six months okay maybe like for three three months a half yeah. it i'm a little dramatic sometimes yeah i mean how important is bathing i'm joking i'm joking it's important. As long as you put a lot of that baby deodorant on, it shouldn't be a problem. Well, I've just been dousing it with Axe. So. Oh, perfect. <laughs> baby body Axe spray. baby spray? Yeah, Aww. Axe baby spray. <laughs> Axe talcum powder. Oh. It'll, yeah. We didn't bathe Sam all that often when she was new. You don't have to. Mm-mm. He yeah. still smells good. Exactly. He's got that new baby smell. Yeah. Is baby oil used a lot? Surprisingly, no. Mm-mm. Like, not at all. No. Like, yeah. Do they even make it anymore? No, I've never used oh, it. Oh, yeah, the oil. We I forgot about that. They do. I just don't know if they use it for baby purposes. You know, probably like workout competitions and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, right. Like when you need to glisten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. now they just right. sell it in gallons. They don't sell <laughs> it in bottles. Did they ever? I mean, do people used to have really shiny little babies? 
Just oiling them yeah. up all the time. Yeah, there was a period where every baby was totally <laughs> so shining. Right, yeah. that's what I was slippery. thinking. They'd be so slippery. They're so slippery, even when they're wet. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't honestly know. I, was it for I, dryness, I, I imagine, right? Everything yeah, was but I so guess different. Now they have so many different yeah, so products. The lotion. Right. Yeah. Huh. When I was a kid, my mom would use it like for cleaning ears and belly button mm. and things like that. Like put it on a Q-tip. Huh. I didn't, oh, I didn't yeah. get uh, wiped down with it for the... Uh, <laughs> Do a little flex off. Yeah, for, for the baby <laughs> fitness competition. Huh, I didn't think of it as a cleaning thing. I thought of it as a moisturizing thing. And also it goes thing- back to breastfeeding a gun. That's another thing you clean with oil. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Yeah. Now, is it picture of someone breastfeeding a gun? Is that pro guns or anti guns? Is that like <laughs> that's a good question? That, it's I pro know. breastfeeding in public. <laughs> I don't know. So I um, went on my first outing just. Me and Elliot alone. Good job. Where'd you go? To the Mommy and Me class. And by the way, I've been thinking, if I'm going to talk about the Mommy and Me class... That you owned. <laughs> oh, man. I was so good at talking about... Uh, at like the the group therapy sharing setting, even though it's not therapy. Right. You I just cr- used it as such. You were crushing at it. People were like, I'm sorry, are you part of this class? Are you the teacher? <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> it's like your calling is group therapy. Just, 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 just attending. Groups. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, not, it's not group therapy. It's support groups. Support I mean. groups. But this is not technically a support group either. But here's what I decided. I need to come up with a different name than Mommy and Me if I'm going to talk about it because I'm already tired of hearing myself say Mommy and Me. So, But also, you're the mommy. It's weird. I know. It's like from the perspective of the baby. It's weird. Yeah. It should be Baby and Me. Baby and Me. Solved it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I guess I could just call it the baby and me class. But I th- feel like we need something that sounds more tough. Yeah. What's a tough, um, cool sounding thing that I go to? I think when you're starting from mommy and me, anything sounds tougher. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's sort baby of the, and me? That's sort of the basement of not sounding tough. Babe Ooh. and me? Yeah. <laughs> what if you called it cross baby? Cross oh! baby. You know, I like yeah. that. That's mm-hmm. good. That is yeah. so I Our went... wad today was to talk about ducks. Yeah, yeah your wad. <laughs> yeah. Right. What is a wad? Workout of, work the, work day. Out of the day. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. You got to hang out with CrossFit people. You'll figure these things no, out. No, thank yeah. you. Yeah, wad crusher or whatever they mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Beast mode. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> yeah, so I went to cross. I went to the cross baby class. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very nervous about it, but I did it. And then we all went to lunch afterwards. And I also Whoa. was thinking that's biting off more than I can chew. But then I did a, it. And there was a real gaggle of moms and strollers all invading. There was eight women with invading. strollers walking down a busy, somewhat sketchy street in Hollywood. Nice. Wow. <laughs> shoulder to shoulder with some Goo Goo Dolls playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was stressful, but, but I was proud of myself that I did it. It's awesome. Yeah. That's huge. It's just, just so much gear and it's also heavy. It's really, the problem is not the baby. If somehow Elliot could just, I know this is unsafe. I would never do this. Sit on my lap or sit in the passenger seat. Oh, it'd I be know. fine. I know. It's it's all the stuff yeah, that the, is like, it's very heavy and I feel like heavy. I don't know how to use it exactly and I'm afraid I'm going to do it wrong. And Yeah, it's a pain. The nice part though is you're in good company. Like yes. everyone else knows what you're going through and... Like, you at least help you out. That's what was so nice about it. So, Elliot's the youngest in the cross baby (laughs) class. (laughs) Um, And I become friendly with some of the other women. And they, I told them this was my first foray out of the house with with him. Basically, it was with the car seat. He was just 
um, an afterthought. It was my first foray out of the house with the car seat down the stairs and whatnot. Um, so one of the other women at the end helped, was like, do you want me to go with you to get this car seat back <laughs> and the baby back into the car? And I said, first I said no. And then I'm like, well, okay. And she sort of guided me. She actually helped me get him back into the car seat and make sure that it was all fastened right. And then she kind of spotted me getting him back into the car. And then she gave me a big hug and it was so That's sweet. so nice. Oh, it awesome. was really so nice. Awesome. And it definitely makes me feel less alone. However, I'm a person who doesn't like to be super duper dependent on other people. I know Daniel would probably disagree. <laughs> yeah, you don't seem to have a problem with that. But okay. <laughs> But it's weird. You'd think that having a baby would make you feel like an adult, but it really is making, in a way, making me feel like a kid in that I feel like I'm suddenly depending on a lot of people. Like, I just feel like it just takes a lot of people. You don't subscribe right. to the uh, it takes a village. Mm. I was I was I was actually thinking that, but I didn't want to say it because uh-huh. I because I already hate myself for what I've been saying. <laughs> <laughs> why why keep going? No, but it does take a village. It's just what- to get out the door. I felt like it was suddenly, I thought I knew a lot of things until I had a baby. And then it's like, I don't know anything. Yeah. That's how I felt. Like it, it took knowledge away from me. Like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing. But it's just like everything becomes more complicated because you have to, you just have to think about where he is and, you know, all the things instead of just, I'm going to leave and get in I the just, car. I feel vulnerable. And I don't know if that's that all of a sudden having a baby makes me feel vulnerable because there's this thing that I love so much that's, that is vulnerable. And I'm just sort of placing that anxiety onto things. Or if it's actually just the going about my day with a baby and a car seat and a stroller and all that makes me more of a target. Like I'm someone who in general, if I'm, I like to just kind of get into my car quickly and then go, I don't like to be loitering around my car because I feel unsafe depending on where I am. If I'm you know, in the garage. I No, even getting out of the garage. I just like to zip on by. Is there a part of you that sees <clears throat> the ultimate version of yourself, like whipping the car seat in, in one hand, switching every buckle together with him in there? <laughs> it takes no time. You shut the door and you're yes! driving away. As if yeah. I'm just putting my purse in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like a mommy ninja. You'll get that <laughs> way, though. Really? You get, get faster there. and faster. Okay. You really do. It's the, it's the first few times because... I mean, the first time I took Sam out, it was so traumatizing. We went to Target because I needed to buy some things. And she started screaming in the middle of Target, wouldn't stop unless I was holding her. So I was trying to hold her, push the stroller that had the car seat and the stuff I'm trying to buy. I get through the line. Wait, um, and you were by yourself, right? By myself. Mm. And I got home. She screamed the whole way home because this is when before we figured out her lactose problems and things like that. So she screamed a lot. And I get home and our washer is old school as we live in a really old house. And the washer has to drain out into the sink. And the sink had become clogged and I didn't know that. So I walked in the house with a screaming baby and water just pouring everywhere. The flooding the kitchen and I had to spend like 20 minutes and let her scream while I'm trying to get my house to not be flooded and I remember thinking like I can't do this ever again I'm never (laughs) going anywhere and I cried the rest of the afternoon and it got it's so much easier now yeah I go from so much easier zero to overwhelmed just one little thing yes yes (laughs) and And my mantra was this isn't forever. This isn't forever. They get bigger. They get easier. And they they do. 
But then that makes me sad too. Right? Because then I know. Because I was thinking about that today. I was thinking this will get easier, but I don't want to be hoping for him to be older. True. As in not appreciating this time. I don't know. Maybe that's kind of why the grandmothers, they're kind of showing off a little bit, but also showing (laughs) you like, yeah, you get good at this. (laughs) Maybe that's what it is. (laughs) Yeah. Why don't you change this thing with one hand? But I do want to (laughs) say... And spin this pizza dough with the other. <laughs> At some point, you will be the mom who can help the new mom because it happened to me. Yeah. I was at Target. Again, another Target story. I go too much. <laughs> and a mom was walking by and she looked kind of sad and she's like, excuse me. And she stopped me and said, um, what did she say? She had a, like a really tiny little baby in a Bjorn. And she said, like, your baby is so cute. Because Sam was, like, dancing and being cute. And she started crying, like, Aww. openly weeping. And we had, like, a 10-minute conversation. And I was like, it's going to be okay because I've been there. I've cried in Target, too. <laughs> like, so we just got to talk. And it was, like, it felt good because I had had random people help me. And so it was finally like, oh, I feel like I can do some good and help someone else. And it was very cool. So you will have that too. So she just stopped you because you had a, a cute, cute baby. baby. And she was Sam walking talk. next to you at this point? Sam was in the uh, cart sitting. Oh, okay. Like all, you know, she's big. Showing off. Yeah. yeah. It is neat um, the way it seems like there is this instant bond with other mm-hmm. mothers. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually really nice in the stressful moments because the moms and dads too are so much nicer <laughs> because they go like, I know what you're going through. It's going to be okay. I also don't want to be alienating people who don't have kids. Um, Mission I was one accomplished. Of- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I know. I'm just realizing this is this is very. It's very parenting very, today. I'm sorry. Yeah, large no, no, no. happened in your life. Yes, it's you got to talk about it. Okay, it's about my vagina, yeah, aren't you? you? Talk about it. Well, yes. <laughs> what is it? The uh, never mind. The meatball sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> David doesn't know what we're talking about. Let's leave it that way. But you know what? Um, the thing actually that makes me anxious with the car seat is that it's just so frigging heavy it's so and heavy. i don't have a lot of upper body strength and yes i am going to go into a read but also it's a thousand <laughs> it's a thousand percent true and is a topic on its own um yeah i just in general feel like i'm not strong enough for all it's, i thought they were like carbon fiber they're really, so heavy they're the surprisingly are, heavy, are heavy and the yeah. babies just get heavier too yeah i mean i think they have to be heavy because that's what makes them safe yeah they're um, so heavy. i don't know I, f- I find it I find it um, a, like just a little bit too heavy for me. So then I, I use both hands. Mm-hmm, you got to use going, both. Yeah. But that's part mm-hmm. of the training. Like when you get to be sort of a ninja level, you're also very strong no, and adaptable. You do. Right. And this arm, I like was looking in the mirror. This arm, because this is my, what is that's why I'm, that's so my right arm. right arm. Because I hold Sam with my right, I'm left-handed, so I do everything with my left hand. I hold her with my right arm. This arm has so much more muscle definition than this arm. It's crazy. <laughs> well, that's good. So um, it do, you do get stronger. You will, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. good. But let's say that you don't want your entire workout to be picking up uh, the car seat. I know a great workout for you. It's uh, Beachbody On Demand. You're probably familiar with Beachbody. They do like P90X, Insanity, 21 Day Fix Extreme, etc. So in the past, if you wanted to do P90X, let's say, which Daniel did. Mm-hmm. 
And I did too. A while ago. You had to uh, get all the DVDs. Now it is a streaming service. It's so awesome. You can work out. Let's say you travel for work um, and you want to work out in your hotel room. You can because you have access to over $6,000 of the most effective fitness and nutrition programs ever created from world-class super trainers proven to deliver amazing results. It's uh, the, pl- it, the platform is the largest community of its kind dedicated to helping people truly achieve their goals. So like I said, they d- they're known, you know, at one point they were known for P90S, Insanity, etc. However, there's a ton of um, other programs as well. So there's 21 Day Fix Extreme. Let's say you have a big event coming up, ideally in 22 days. Do 21 Day Fix Extreme. It'll get you there in time. Um, and also you can get, uh, you can have access to the streaming service for 30 days for free. So theoretically you could do that whole program in your free trial period. Um, and there's also a three week yoga retreat T25. There's, um, fixate, which is the brand new first of its kind cooking show for healthy weight loss and portion control. It'll teach you how to cook healthy, delicious, and simple recipes for you and the family and your family. There's so much programming on it. It is awesome. Um, they even have a special program for pregnant women, which I did while I was pregnant. And because I've worked out a fair amount in the past i thought this is going to be a cinch it was not it was very hard uh and my arms were noodles about 10 minutes into it and it's longer than 10 minutes anyway this is a brand new service but already uh has almost a million members and my listeners can get a free 30-day membership just text allison a-l-i-s-o-n to 30 30 30 and get a full 30 days of access to the entire platform for free. So again, text Allison, A-L-I-S-O-N, to 303030 and get a full 30 days of access to this entire platform for free. And, and you can do it um, on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, or any other web-enabled device. It's really cool and it's really convenient. Okay. You guys. <laughs> yeah, yes, dear. <laughs> My brain is jello. <laughs> when does this go away? It will go. Uh, You're just really tired. I am. So Even tired. though I had a little bit of sleep, it was almost like it just made me. It makes want. it worse. It, it makes you want yes! more. Yeah. That that's what Daniel was saying. He I, was saying he was exhausted after he got sleep. Yeah, after the first week, I found that if I got like three and a half, four hours of sleep, the next day I was I would be like, I'm surprised how well I'm doing. And then my mom came and I got seven hours of sleep and I could barely function. <laughs> it's true. Your body goes weird. like, wait. This is what we've been missing. I need yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now I'm kind of in that zone where all day long I've just been zoning out. Like, mm. I, yeah. So. Yeah. And the time that you get to sleep, like what, what time of the day that you sleep? And then also if you take a nap during the day that's longer than 45 minutes, it'll mess you up. It'll make you logy. Yeah. Mm. I haven't done that's that. happening. I don't think I've done that. I don't know. There's no. nothing sweeter than a two-hour nap on a Sunday afternoon. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll I, take the mess up. Oh, yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll be goofy afterwards, <laughs> but I'll do it. Mm. Are you a nap in bed or a nap on the couch guy? Oh, yeah. I, I prefer to nap on top of the covers on the bed. That's me. Yeah. I like the bed well, to I be made. Well, I like the couch, but... Because the nap, you feel like I'm, I'm sleeping on top of the bed. I'm a little chilled. I'm not going to be here forever. I'll get up at that point. The the fear, it's always better to sleep on the bed, but the problem is that fear that you will get disoriented. Like if I wake up on Mm -hmm. the couch, you know, I get it. I just took a nap. But if I come home from work or whatever, and I say, I'm just going to take a 20-minute nap, and then I take an hour-long nap, and I wake up, it's like, 
I have no idea where I am, what time it is. It could be 4 a.m., and it's too painful, so I prefer <laughs> to sleep on the couch. It's a harrowing tale. Yeah. <laughs> you got to think it through. <laughs> David Hunchberger. Oh, okay, yeah. You mentioned that you had, before the show, you mentioned that you were in a car accident somewhat recently. Yeah. Do tell. <laughs> I've been in two. <laughs> I get rear-ended, uh, which that wasn't the biggest deal. Uh, but then like, yeah, like three weeks later, I was making a left turn and a guy was driving in a bus lane smashed into me oh my word yeah jesus like full speed or um no it really wasn't that jarring or anything but it i i I thought it just had kind of thumped into my car and i was like well we'll get out of the way here and my car wouldn't move it had like it it like the bumper was in bad shape the quarter panel wasn't great but my tire was like at this weird 30 degree angle yeah so i had to get it towed and then this lady uh, saw me on the, like, you know, kind of waiting there talking on the phone, and she came out of the convenience store and was like, Here you go, and gave me a bottle of water. That made nice. it like, That's a awesome. better nice. experience. Yeah, people Aww. are pretty nice sometimes. The guy that hit you, I'm assuming it's a guy. <clears throat> yeah. Um, or maybe you said it was. What was his attitude like? Well, I jumped out of the car and uh, had my phone out. I, for some reason, just, I've seen several people leave the scene of an accident. So I'm like, the moment it happens, I get my phone out. I'm like, I'm going to take a picture of their license plate. And so I got out and he was pulling around my car. And I was like, no, you don't. And he goes, he just signaled like, no, no, I'm just getting out of traffic. <laughs> so then he did. I still took a picture of his thing. And then he tried to say like, he goes, dude, you can't, you can't cross a double yellow line. And I was like, well, this is news to everyone. You can, yeah. you can turn left across. Of course you can. And I was like, you're in can the bus you? lane. Yeah, yeah. Like every, <clears throat> virtually every street in LA, you're turning left across the unless there's a posted sign that says no left yeah. turn you, you can't you, you, it should open up for an intersection but you can cross a double yellow to turn into a private driveway right ah so this it is, is it good is to know because i yeah. do it but i always think much like the comma i no longer remember how to do this <laughs> yeah so if it's like <laughs> yes. a store that you're going into it's a double yellow you're allowed to cross it because you're turning mm-hmm. into right. a private area okay and good. my gps was telling me to do that and i was like well google's got to know this and there's no yeah. posted like no left turn sign or anything and i think it's just like no passing you can't well, on a double yellow you can't yeah, get into yeah. that lane and pass someone right yeah so i think his thinking wasn't maybe insane but it was he was definitely you know, speeding through an intersection in the bus lane. It might have been insane. I appreciate that, but... <laughs> oh, maybe, yeah. It was funny that was his initial... Like, I wasn't... I think that's weird after an accident to be like, that was your fault. Yeah. yeah. I just figured, like, well, we'll yeah. sort this out later. But he was, like, he trying knows. to... He knows, yeah, oh, shit. This is gonna be all on me. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, so that was a bummer. Like, it's just so annoying how the, the next few days of your life suddenly turn mm-hmm. into, like, yeah. phone calls and, like, yes, I have the photos and who do I email here? What, what's yeah. a policy, claim number, and fo- all that stuff? Like, it is, just even talking about it is so, I heard, was it, oh, God, some film director, like, has a life where he just has everyone else kind of facilitating, even opening doors. Like, no moment of his life is without... Oh, it's like, it's not, I keep wanting to say Werner Herzog, but it's not that. Uh, Baz Luhrmann, I think maybe. Mm. No, that's a musician guy, right? No, no that's, that's the director. director. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think he has this thing where like he just, no bills paying, no driving himself anywhere. He just wants just, to be able to be creative at all times. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And that's, there's something very appealing about that. Of like, oh my gosh. Sure. as yes. soon as you start having to like, fill out forms and you're just like, oh, this is part of my life. This, ah, why? <laughs> why do I have to do this? 
Interesting. Except yeah. that he must be have to be surrounded by people all the time, opening the doors for him and wiping him or whatever he doesn't yeah. want to engage with. And I think like to be artistic and be relatable in some way, you got to kind of suffer gotta live the in the real thing. world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His, you definitely have to wipe yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I would say his movies tend to be sort of arch, though. So you know, he's doing big, like disconnected movies, so mm-hmm. he doesn't need to. Um, yeah, th- and there's nothing worse than. I, have you ever had an, a situation where you maybe rear-ended somebody or did something? It was your fault, and the person that you hit was like, "Yeah, don't worry about it." I got hit mm. and did that. You did. Yeah, that. I was. I had my license three months, and I was driving someone to Midway Airport in Chicago, mm-hmm. and I got hit on Cicero, and I just went like, I looked in my rearview mirror, and the guy was punching his steering wheel. And like slamming down on his dashboard, Jeez. and I got out and went. It's no big deal. Ooh, Have a great so, day. so if I do how that, was, how was your rear bumper and stuff? There was like just like a small little nick in the bumper, and I drove a Geo Prism. Oh, okay. So, so I kind of felt don't like brag. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to die here yeah. in Cicero. It's not worth so it for the Prism. I'm yeah. gonna let y'all go. Yeah, and just smart. get out of here because I think I maybe I've done that for tiny when there's no damage but it's such it's like the best thing when someone's just like oh forget it yeah somebody recently not quite sideswiped my car but sideswiped it but they hit the bumper and they left the note on my windshield saying that they had done it they were sorry and left their phone number and said give me a call and we'll get the insurance people but as i was walking to my car all i saw was this white thing on my windshield and i was like oh man i got a ticket and then i walked up and saw his note and read it and i was so thrilled i mean it was nothing. Like it'll it'll come out with some rubbing compound. So I had to let them go anyway. But I was so thrilled that it wasn't a parking ticket <laughs> that I was just like, "Oh, you just hit my car? Well, that's nothing." Awesome. <laughs> and I I never even called her to to say anything. I was just yeah. like, oh, "It's fine." That's a good lesson to take. That if you leave someone a note that is bad news, make it the shape and size and yeah. color of like yeah. an envelope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm remembering now that I was re- tapped, basically, but somewhere between a tap and actually rear-ended on a very narrow street in Hollywood. I was at a stop sign waiting to turn right onto a busy street. I forget it. I think it might have been Sunset, and I forget what street I was on. Um, And we were all kind of backed up, and then someone hit me. And I got out of my car because nothing was moving. And I said to her, you hit me. And she's like, yes, there's no mark, though. And it was dark, and I couldn't tell. But I just – and I was on my way to work, actually – and it was night, and I just thought, you know what, fuck it. And I did just go. Not because I didn't care, but because the hassle of trying to figure out how to negotiate how to handle this on this narrow street. And because, like I was saying, of feeling like I want to get in and out of my car mm-hmm. fast. I don't like mm-hmm. car things. I don't mm-hmm. like lurking yeah. around cars. Yeah. I think what you're supposed to do, because um, a lot of times, too, in these bigger cities, the police won't even come out for something like that. They just go exchange information and call in a police report later. Yeah, yeah that's like, what they did to us. Like yeah. a guy came riding by on a bike. Hey, can you get the cops here? He goes, "You both seem to be fine. They won't come." Yeah, they're not. Then a help cop them. drove by, and we flagged her down, and we're like, "Hey!" And she goes, "I have an inmate in the car. I can't stop." Cops don't she, give a shit. Yeah, they, they she, do not well, give they, a shit. They about have bigger simple. problems. Yeah, right. they just go like, the, "It's not that they don't care." She go like, "Dude, well, that's why I'm they chase don't a drug dealer. So I can't, exactly, I can't stop you. They're not gonna bother with yeah. your little fender bender, right? You you work that out unless there's someone injured or your little murder, your little." <laughs> assaults <laughs> can't be bothered. <laughs> yeah the rear the first one the rear ending one happened in beverly hills and like i heard a and it was you know a car or two behind me and i thought 
man, that's a butt. And then, and then I felt it. I was like, <laughs> it hit the car behind me. Then that one hit me. I was like, oh, I almost escaped it. Damn Damn it. it. <laughs> I was just stopped, just sitting in a stoplight. And that happened. And yeah, when you hear that rare end, you just punch the accelerator. I know you should. <laughs> you just jet out of there. Like, it's coming for us. <laughs> and I got out and like, it was two older women. And the first one was just distraught. The second lady was just kind of like looking down, like couldn't figure out what exactly had happened. And so I had to suddenly take on this world, like, Let, let's move away here. And, you know, like, you had and to then conduct the accident. A little bit. Yeah. They were just very pro- rattled. Project management on the street. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> everyone suddenly is an expert. You just hear people piping out of their cars from all around, move over, call someone, do this, take pictures, get her. Like, so well, we then there's like, that weird you know, thing. This happened to me a couple, uh, yeah, I guess it was a few months ago, like four months ago, where I was driving home and it was like, Ways has given me all the directions to cut through the streets in of LA, and this car in front of me is cutting across a sort of busy street from a side street, and I saw the car coming as she's pulling out, and and I'm like, no, and it was just like you could just see like, ah. oh, and that person's not slowing down, and you're like, what, and slams oh, into no. the side of her, ah. she she you know the car spins around and hits the the corner of the sidewalk, whatever. And so, you know, I pull over, a bunch of people are out of their cars and, and pedestrians, and everybody's like, are you okay, you know, and try to, and then there's a certain point where you're like, y'all good? <laughs> right. I'm going to leave. Everybody good? Because I'm going to go back out of here. Yeah. to my car and go home. But you're like, but I, do they need me to be a witness or something? I mean, I was right there, but there's all these other people, and you all seem to have it under control. <laughs> and I just don't know if I'm a good person is what I'm saying, because I left. <laughs> I did that once, yeah. and it, but people were telling me to leave, but it was the loudest crash it was one of, one of my first ever visits to LA, oh, and yeah. I had I was I was living in Austin, and someone there had gotten me like an audition here. Mm. So I was so <laughs> ill prepared. I didn't know what to do, but I had like I was showing up with the lines ready and just walking up to the building, and boom, this crash. Uh. I go running over there, and then this car. You know, sometimes they'll just coast. Like the person's kind of in shock, and it you know stopped against a curb, and then like a fish scurrying out of a pipe or something. The driver was this probably like 25-year-old blonde kid. The window didn't go all the way down, and he was wiggling up out oh of God. the driver's oh, wow. side and flopped himself out and was bleeding all over his oh, head. Oh, my gosh. So people, like, gathered five or ten people immediately on the scene, like, making him sit down, making him, like, get on the car. Don't move. He was, like, trying to walk. I'm fine. I'm just going to, like, sit oh, down, boy. dude. Wow. It was crazy. Well, a lot of people prey on that. I had a coworker that got in a car accident on the way to work in Chicago, and someone like showed up to help. I'm just in a bystander to help you, and then stole her wallet. What? And so it's like, <laughs> what? Not only Those are did, the like, true heroes. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like she calls in, like, "Hey, I'm not going to be in for a while. I just got in a car accident." Then calls back and is like, "Someone stole my wallet." <laughs> And I've got to solve. That's this. a crime like, of opportunity. What kind no of garbage just like person? You have to be carrying that. around yeah. such bad intentions at all times. I know. Yes. Like, so not yes. do you think that, but you're like, you have it pre-planned. Where like, if right. that ever happens, yes. right. yeah. this is my move. Like, yeah, doing, that, that's yeah. your thing. You've worked this plan out in advance. <laughs> right. You're just waiting for that opportunity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another <laughs> shitty day. No accidents. You know, I've just been <laughs> walking around the streets. <laughs> terrible, <Yeah>. terrible stuff. Dave, have you frequently seen? Fish wriggle out of pipes. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really good it image. Really was. Like, doesn't it seem like. Yeah. yeah. But, and I feel like, but I don't know where I would have seen this. <laughs> I do feel like sometimes you'll see, again, not sure where, 
prop, but and certainly not in real life, but on TV or a movie, you'll see water like rush out of a pipe, and then a fish will be in there. <laughs> well, I feel like, like the salmon going against the yeah. current, maybe, but yeah, sure. it seemed more confined, like pipeline. Well, I'm imagining. Yeah. His, no, I liked his, it. I'm imagining his arms at his sides, and he's just sort of like yeah. using his yeah, undulating yeah. body to like get because <laughs> the window was only down, you know, ten inches. So he and, and that was scary watching that. Like, oh my god, the window's gonna break. And it didn't, and he got like he ended up getting his arms up and onto like the roof and pulling himself. I wonder if so he's strange. thinking like it's gonna blow, like I gotta get out of here. Because I mean, how do you know? Yeah, it, right. It was weird. Oh, That's scary. I think he was just so in shock and like mm-hmm. concussed. I mean, his head was really bleeding. Ugh. It was pretty crazy. That's never good. Yeah, that's sad. So we know in the future. And that man was Ryan Gosling. Yeah, <laughs> things turned out just fine. <laughs> he walked in and auditioned. Yeah. <laughs> How do you know if it's about to blow? I'm going to ask Jeff. Um, Smelling gas would be a start. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In general, almost never. Unless the gas tank is leaking, you see a giant pool of gasoline on the ground. And then some cool person lights a cigarette nearby. Oh, no. Flicks it in slow motion. (laughs) Yeah. Unless you see gasoline. There's good wallets to be had in there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're driving a bus full of wallets. Oh, man. My day finally came in. <laughs> yeah, unless you see gas dripping from the car, it's probably safe. And most of the times, the radiator will get cracked, and you'll see coolant dripping, and people think that's gas and freak out. Mm. But the gas tank's usually in the back of the car, and it's inside the frame, so it's a little, it's pretty safe, unless it's, it's a really bad accident. Mm-hmm. It's not like the older cars where it was a little more exposed, right? I'm, I remember my mom had a, an oil reserve under. She drove an Oldsmobile Starfire, and she hit a a manhole cover that was raised because they were doing road work, and it it scraped it, and completely all the oil came out. Yeah, no, your oil pan on most cars is still down low like that. Oh, listen, mind. But that's just oil. <laughs> that won't catch on fire. It would take a lot to catch that on fire. Okay. As yeah. much as I'm trying not to only exclusively talk about the baby or this this cross baby class or anything like that. Because again, or your car seat and not trying class. to alien. Yeah, exactly. Not trying to alienate everyone. I am experiencing, uh, experiencing a thing where I'll sort of be doing the show. And then all of a sudden I'll have this like, Holy shit, I have a baby. <laughs> I don't, and not, it's not a like, Oh yay! I just bought a new necklace that I like. It's not a, it's a, it's not a, I mean, it's it not is a happy, a happy it's not a happy thought, even though I'm ha- of course happy. It's a, Oh no. I'm. I feel like I'm not being responsible right now. When you guys went out without Elliot, did you go like, "Where's the baby?" Nope. That time I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I do it every time I leave, and by myself, like if I go to a gig or if I'm, I don't know, for some reason not with Sam, I look in the back seat because we have a mirror so I can see her, mm-hmm. and I panic because there's no baby, oh. and then I go, "Oh wait, no." She's at home with Al. I did experience... <laughs> or with the sitter or, you know. Maybe if there's mo- after more time. Yeah, right. probably. Right, because I'm, the- I'm new to going out with her. Right. I do have phantom... Or haven't lately, but I would have phantom Wendy's a lot. And by that, I mean I'd be driving and... I think she's think, in the back. Yeah, I have to keep reminding myself, oh, she's not in the back seat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did, it, it'll, you, it'll happen. Have you napped on your interdimensional couch yet since the baby? No. Because when you come out of that, you might have a freak out. I know. Where you're like, who am I? <laughs> um, I've had that. I've been waking up. Yeah. I haven't really had the opportunity to nap at all. It's weird. Like, 
Um, yeah, no. It's weird. <laughs> no, I mean, I, you, I need naps, and I'm not getting naps. That's what's weird about it. It's not weird. Let's do just me, just me everyone. everyone. <laughs> Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? R.E.M. McMahon says, just mirror everyone, at the end of a roller coaster, very scared, next coaster in line will rear end me. Oh. Mm, never thought about it. I've but, had that feeling. Yeah. When you're clink, 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 like yeah. going up to the, yeah. I've had that. It does happen in um, any boat, like a, if a ride where you're in a boat or mm-hmm. something, yeah. you mm-hmm. do get bumped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, good fear, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Standard fear. <laughs> solid, solid, and good. Just mirror everyone. By the way, I um, if you're bored, go to YouTube and check out the footage of the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at the new Shanghai Disneyland. It's fucking bonkers. Okay, next. Is that like it's if crazy. you're bored while you're listening to this show? Yeah, well, I'm assuming everybody is like, oh my god, not more baby talk. <laughs> so wait, what happened at the? Uh... It's totally. It's completely, completely different. It's oh, a, I thought they, there was something crazy. crazy happened. No, 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 no. Just, just a ride. You can see like there's that's a new thing now on YouTube is people take video of rides and you can just see. So if you're just curious what they did and they. Um, I don't want to spoil it too much, but there's all sorts of new effects that are pretty crazy, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. So check it out. Let me know what you think. You're torn because you're a purist? It's just different. Like the Okay, so the Pirates of the Caribbean ride everyone's used to has all the audio animatronic like robots and it's and it's very physical. And in this, it starts out kind of that way, and it's clever because you see, you know, you go into the cave and it's all these like skeletons that are in doing the things that you're used to the non-skeletons doing, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. you got the, the jail and the guy with the dog, but they're all skeletons. And then it suddenly, everything transforms, and it's they use screens, and um, it's kind of hard to describe, but it's the movies. But you're inside the movies with physical stuff and the screens, and it's... It's re- you just kind of have to see what I'm talking about. It's, it's I'm excited for the next person that tells this because they will be telling a tale that they heard from someone yeah. who saw a YouTube video of a thing. I know, right? Uh, I heard a podcast where they talked about a YouTube video, and hopefully, there was a video of. Hopefully, it's like an article, and then someone can talk about the article. Yeah. Have we? I and mean, I'm sure we have already talked about the weirdness of why is it Pirates of the Caribbean, but otherwise it's Caribbean. Yes. We've talked about that. I can't handle it. Yeah, Yeah. I don't get it. It's weird. Okay. William Levi Walker says, trundle beds felt so common growing up and now almost non-existent. Yes, I knew many a trundle bed. Totally. Sure. I just saw one at Ikea, though. Mm -hmm. What's a trundle bed? Squash it down, slide it under a bed. Let's say you want to make your bed bigger. Well, just pop out this mat, your twin bed, pop out the mattress that's under it, and then flip it up, and then... Boom, instant king bed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, news news to me. I don't know. Wow. Maybe you didn't have them in Arizona. How'd you yeah. pegged as a trundle man? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I look like a trundle kind of guy. I'm just but I'm not. For Daniel, it's Murphy's or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Murphy or bust. <laughs> 
Murphy beds. I used to think those were so cool. Everyone so did. cool. Of course. Yeah. Until they anything, slept on one. It feels like a secret. That's why. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, yeah, a, it's yeah. like a hidden you know? library. The trundle yeah. is a terrible secret because you'd have like something hanging down usually. It's the yeah. worst like, secret. Skirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what's under that skirt? Oh, just another bed. <laughs> more more bed. The problem is as you're revealing the secret, you're trying to lift it up and keep it up and then it falls down. Yeah, and then you yeah. lift it up and then one end goes down and you're like, I don't even know how to do this. <laughs> Kim G says, uh, avoid, just mirror everyone, avoid someone trying to hand out flyers at all costs, but then slightly offended when they don't even attempt to hand one to me. Yeah, I have this with just solicitors in general. If they don't even make the approach, or because I try to affect a like, please don't talk to me friendly look. And if they don't even try, then I think, oh, wow, I must look like I'm having a really bad day. Please don't talk to me unfriendly, friendly look. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or if it's like a political thing, either way, like whatever the politics are, and they don't approach you, you're like, do I not look like I would agree with you? Like, yeah, what, yeah. What's say up? no to Trump, say no to Trump, then they ignore yeah. you. Oh, like, hey. Whoa, hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I relate. Eric Swartz says, wish I had five more seconds to correct the incorrect info I realized I just told someone, usually a stranger, after parting. Yes, specifically if I realized I gave them the wrong directions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did that. There are these, um, these, I was in traffic and these two girls were like, you know, hey, hey, we have a question. And they're like, where's the will turn? And this was before I had put it together about the will turn's name. And I got it wrong. And I was like, oh, it's just, you know, just go down Olympic. It's like Olympic and Western. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then I'm like, and they're like, thanks, because they were like late to a show. And I'm driving home and I'm like, oh, no, Wiltern, like Wilshire and Western. <laughs> like, I totally had not put it together. And I was like, oh, damn, I totally sent them in the wrong direction. They went to the Wimpic. Yeah. <laughs> Where, right. Where's the Burbank Airport? <laughs> so you go to Torrance. Yeah. <laughs> um. The Olestern. <laughs> Hansi Copperfield says, oh, this is sort of a segment within a segment. Question for Al. <laughs> Does Al know why when I scratch one spot, I also feel it elsewhere? I feel like others have this too. Hmm. I have it. Would you like to know what does Al know? Speaking dog. <laughs> don't take this wrong way. I don't think he knows. What do you think? I venture to say he will posit some sort of theory. Um, he doesn't know. Wait, can you read it again? Um, question for Al. Does Al know why when I scratch one spot, oh, wow. I also okay. feel it elsewhere? Um, he knows. Oh, he knows. Do you know? I believe I do. I think they call it a referred itch, is what the actual name of it mm-hmm. is. Uh, and there's no answer for it. Jenna, we doubted him. I know. He's We're so new. terrible. It, they, there's like a theory where, because I looked it up because I've had it, and I'm like, why is that a thing? And it, they say like, there's like all these different theories, but one is like you have so many nerve endings that like they could get kind of crisscrossed and it doesn't know where to go. Or there's a spot like on your brain where you perceive like touch and something else, and those areas overlap, so it's possible that they could get confused. So wait, so you not be, believe he really knew? So you'll be. <laughs> I know. Really, we, I feel bad. You'll I be do scratching too. something, but you'll feel that scratch. Yeah. So it's else? like it's like if I'm itching my arm, and then I'll feel this like the itch up here, up like on my what? shoulder. That's crazy. Yeah. You have that? Yeah. It's oh not, yeah. It's not all the time. It's, Are you sure it's not a ghost who's also itching <laughs> you on your shoulder? I, I actually had this on the drive over here. 
What? Yeah. What was going on? I scratched an itch and I felt like a tingle in my foot. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. Or like, it's almost one where you go like, I think the itch is on my elbow, but it's actually like in the middle of my forearm. And so I'm, I start at the elbow and then I get closer and like, oh, there it is. I found it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's, it doesn't happen very often. It happens like randomly. So I, I looked it up. Referred like, itch. Yeah. I think they call it a refer. I think so. Yeah. There's a spot. This is going to make you guys uncomfortable. Oh. There's a spot on my butt that I feel in my right nipple. <laughs> but the weird thing, but I mean, it's, it's oh, it's a like 100% of the time. <laughs> now, do you feel both those spots and does it go both ways? No. Okay. No. Interesting. But is the butt one of those areas where you could map out the whole human body on the butt cheek? Like you scratch here, you're going to feel it on the stomach. If you scratch here, you'll no, be on just, your earlobe. It's just one spot. Um, that if it gets touched, I feel like a little electrical charge in my right <laughs> nipple. But it's happened enough times that it's like, like I'm saying, a hundred percent of the time that spot I feel there. It's, it's a reflex. Huh. Yeah, it's a maybe re- more of us have that. We just don't know. You know, interesting. You would know. In Al's defense, referred itch apparently is a thing. There's a huge Wikipedia page on it. Wow. Hmm. Crushing so I, looked, it. I had to many sites because I was like worried. I was like, so something Al was seriously wrong you were, with me. You were wow. routed the wrong way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did know. Your referred answer. <laughs> and I'll never, ever have to use that knowledge ever again in my life. It was worth it, though. Yeah. It was. Except when you're uh, accepting your Nobel laureate for yeah. uh, curing the for referred itch. <laughs> <laughs> he could have cured cancer, but no. Cured itch is, uh, was his field of expertise. Jen says, prefer to eat eggs out of a bowl than off a plate. I have to assume she's talking about scrambled eggs. I just have to. I mean, That's that would I be imagined. the only one. Yeah, I don't. But no, no. plate. No one would want to eat a fried egg on a bowl. Or poached yeah. eggs trying to fit the toast in the bottom of the bowl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jen, yeah. we're going to need a little more info here, I don't really. think so. <laughs> I just, even, even if it's any of those, no. It needs really? to go on a plate. I would go, yeah. I could do scrambled eggs in a bowl. Mm-mm. Yeah. Because um, I feel like you try to scoop them up into a spoon unless you're a fork person. You might slide them right, just right off the plate. My my mom um, would eat boiled eggs in a bowl. No. So she would put them in the bowl and then take the fork and push the fork through it to kind of mash up the egg. Oh. And then she would scoop that out. And you know what else? Um, microwave scrambled eggs are surprisingly fluffy. It's a really good way to make eggs. My old roommate True. used to do it and I started doing it. I mean, I don't do it now. but right. In a bowl? In the bowl. Mm-hmm. So you put the eggs in a bowl. You whisk them and do whatever you prep you want to do. Microwave them for 30 seconds or a minute and just keep doing it. And every 30 seconds or so, you just whisk it with a fork. They come out surprisingly good. But you f- begin to feel like you're a slave to the microwave yeah, and the it, eggs. Oh, you no, it's, it's, doing it. it's a minute and a half, two minutes top. Takes so this 25 is... minutes. <laughs> yeah. Get that pan out. It's also, call it a day. It's also what you can do it in like a in like a Pyrex measuring cup to get like the egg McMuffin circle yep. egg Ooh. that you can cut out. Yeah. I, do, I do that. Yeah. And you know what? Put it between two waffles. You're in business. There you go. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> What's your waffle of choice? Is uh, a toaster situation? Yeah, whatever whatever toaster waffles. If I go to the trouble to make regular real waffles, I usually just kind of eat them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just toaster waffles. Paul says, a fully charged battery somehow feels heavier to me than a dead one. Okay, look, I'm sorry if we already did this one. We may have. No, I don't, I don't have that. Mm, no. 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 I'm going to say yes. <laughs> and you know with the AA battery, if you want to test the charge, you can just drop it from like an inch up. And if it has charge still, it'll stay standing vertically. Really? What? Yeah. That is like, that's yeah. like how to figure out if an egg is hard boiled or not 
or still good or not. There's something with eggs and spinning them. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? It's, whether it's hard boiled or not, you spin it. A hard, a hard boil will spin really well. Oh yeah. But if it's not cooked at all, it like goes a, like four spins. And it's right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Nice. I did not know that about the That's battery. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's good to know, actually. Yeah, there's one of those internet videos that shows it with a whole voltmeter and the whole thing. It's pretty great. So huh. I've been doing it since. And they do, having done that, they do feel a little lighter when you know, like, ah, this one keeps falling over. It's just the density, like, in the bottom, I think, that holds it upright. Wait, oh. so if, if you want to know if, if it has battery power left, you drop it, and if it stands up? Yeah, it, then so you have it to does. drop it well. You have to drop, I mean, try to drop it, like... As per, you know, as vertically Don't just, like, as possible. Toss it in the air. And yeah, see what yeah. You have to be holding it <laughs> vertically, and then just let it go, and from only like an inch up. But right. the ones that have no charge will fall over. The other ones, you'll and you'll feel it too. Like they'll steady themselves. Huh. That's cool. Yeah, I'm gonna really go home cool. and try that. Me too. All of my batteries. I bought a tablet off of eBay just because I wanted to try a tablet and see how it was, and it wasn't quite working like right. A so marble I bought- tablet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's 80 pounds of shipping really killed me. He's just me. sitting there with a chisel and yeah. a hammer like, it's, I don't get the big deal about this. <laughs> yeah, I had, a, I had an extra five commandments I had worked out. I wanted to just <laughs> make them serious. So it didn't work, so I just bought another one because it was an old one. It was cheap. It was like $75. And the one that worked, I swore it was heavier. The one that didn't really? work felt lighter. And I, and I swore it, and I would close my eyes. I was like, I swear the one's heavier. And then I weighed them, and they weighed exactly the same. It was completely oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. Weird. Yeah. I was thinking charge. maybe they had. Um, I had a whole thing going on in my head. Like oh, the reason I, it didn't work is because they corded out. They took out key tablet bits. They took out the screen. <laughs> yeah. It weighs too much. Yeah, you open it up, and it's just a bunch of pages from Playboy magazine. You're like what? Yeah, it was just uh, wood shavings. Hmm. Yeah, so I actually weighed them on a on a scale, and they were exactly the same. wow. So, so the takeaway is. Scientific analysis says I'm insane. <laughs> or no, not, I think or that's at least common. Not. Yeah. Can you do this with any size battery? I've only tried it with the double A, and I've had pretty good success to my, the point now my where my like, battery I, will do it. If I drop it, on. <laughs> <laughs> probably because it's thin enough. I wonder if the triple A will work like that. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I haven't I haven't tried it with them yet. <laughs> I feel a battery chat segment coming. <laughs> Let me get back to you. With them. Dab with them triples. Does anybody have a battery podcast about batteries? <laughs> we might be honest with What would it be called? Uh, I don't like know. Fully charged. Yeah. yeah Dan and Allie. There you go. Battery not assault, maybe. Yeah. That's nice. Anyway, Batteries get, included. No. Ooh, that's what it's yeah. called. <laughs> and you have to always say it like that. Batteries Included. <laughs> oh my god! Now it's That's a mo- it's a I morning talk bucks. show about batteries. Ugh. Like wake up with us. We're gonna talk about batteries. Hopefully, okay, it's hosted go- by someone named like Assault, and it's called Assault and Batteries. <laughs> oh, Assault and Batteries. <laughs> <laughs> or his name is Saul, and it's just a Saul yeah, and yeah, Batteries. It could be any it's a series of different Sauls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's Assault. Hello, I'm your thirty seventh guest, Saul. <laughs> Today, I've decided to go with. A C. <laughs> By the end of episode three, you're just begging your audience. If you know anybody named Saul, can you please refer him to us? We've run out of Saul's. We're, we're through the lithium yeah, family. I've, we've gone to the Jewish community center. We've plumbed all the Saul's. Oh. I think they I do have nine. a friend named Sal. Will that work? Get out! Oh, no. It's not a salad battery. No. Yeah. What would be the one they would do during sweeps? I think nine volt. <laughs> nine volt, yeah. That would be the potato battery. Oh yeah, oh, they're making potato their own. alarm clock. Yeah, 
There's actually a podcast for the elect. It's called the Electrochemic Electrochemical Society podcast. I'm sure it's a great podcast, but they could workshop it a little bit. Yeah, they need to work on the name. And there's apparently one called the Battery Podcast. What? Is it about batteries? There appear to be multiple people are into <laughs> batteries. Listen, we're reaching that sweet peak point of podcasting where there's no topic you can throw out. That's yeah, covered. Yes. Oh, oh no! Anyone doing a podcast on slugs? <laughs> Forty slug podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is the battery podcast actually about batteries? Can you tell, Jeff? Can't be. What else could it, it be? About? It appears to be. No way. <laughs> <laughs> we debate rechargeable versus alkaline. <laughs> well, now I hope it is hosted by us all. Yeah. Yeah. Us all and batteries. <laughs> 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 no, you know. Now that I'm looking at the description, I don't think it is. Saul and Batteries doesn't have to be about batteries. <laughs> it's a, it's an interview podcast where you interview Sauls, but of course, part of it is they have right. to talk about their favorite batteries. And the greatest episodes when there's been a bit of a battery committed, and it was done with someone holding a battery in their hand to punch <laughs> him in the face. Well, oh. that's when you get that's when you get the news talking about you because you know there's a podcast about batteries and batteries and this is a <laughs> so bat- many puns this is a battery, battery with, I know. with batteries right it's Whew. yeah yeah great stuff <laughs> <laughs> and lastly mary says uh immediately regret wearing any sort of lip gloss as soon as my hair is tossed by the slightest gust of wind yes yes totally i used to have a problem which is uh i would order a drink and if it had cocktail straws in it then I know that they're not meant to be used as straws, but I'm a classy lady and I like to use them as straws. So I would drink the drink out of the two little cocktail stirrers. And then, let's see, I'm trying to remember the order that this would happen. Then I would, oh no, I know. Then I would get lip gloss in my hair just because I constantly, if you wear like, especially like Mac lip gloss or anything like that. Mac Jeff, lip I know. Glass? Yeah, it's a very <laughs> sticky it's a very mm-hmm. sticky, shiny lip gloss that I used to wear on top of my other lip color. And so then my hair, which was long, is long, would get lip gloss in it. And then by the end of the night, I would have, and I'd be unaware that I would have two cocktail stirrers stuck in my hair <laughs> because oh, no. my sticky hair had, I turned, I was holding the drink in front of me. I turned my hair that had lip gloss in it would catch on the straws. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm sorry. I have this back. I have I have this. This is wrong. Yeah, get it right. There wasn't a, yet lip gloss in my hair. There was lip gloss on the, the straws. straws. So then right. I would turn. My hair would whip into the straws, pull them because they're light, pull them out of the drink. I would be walking around with straws <laughs> in my hair. That is so great. And I was a bad, I mean, I was a bad drunk anyway. It's good. It means you're a fun-loving gal. <laughs> that is so great. It always happened. And, and then it took me a the, while to figure out how it was happening. Then the moisture from the straws dripped down touch your right nipple suddenly your butt really sore yeah, and then you slap the Hold guy behind me. you what the <laughs> jerk right but he was cool with it and he just let it go he didn't ask mm-hmm. for my info yeah that's nature's way of saying hi fella yeah <laughs> oh these they're just straws <laughs> <laughs> but i am happy to see you also uh david huntsberger we did not give you a chance to well actually i, for- I completely forgot to do the plugs last time oh well so, how will anyone know where to find us <laughs> i know they would never think to Google it or anything like <laughs> yeah. that. Well, I, my um, 
Uh, all my info is at davidhunsberger.com, Twitter and such. I have an Instagram as well. We follow one another on that. We do. Yeah. And, uh. Um, but wait, are you David Huntsberger or are you Huntsberger's junk on Instagram? Oh, uh, well, yeah. The, none of them, any entry level, uh, marketing course would tell you to have those all be the same. Yeah. And on <laughs> like Twitter. Like Al. Al has streamlined I, his whole identity. I, That's the way to do I it. I was fortunate enough to just completely reboot before I was anybody. Uh, so, <laughs> it's the yeah, way to do it yeah. I'm Huntsberger Junk on Twitter then on Instagram it's just Dave Huntsberger and then my website is davidhuntsberger.com so I've, I've got everyone out there guessing <laughs> they'll figure it out and then uh, I'm doing a stand up tour starting in May in San Francisco and going like up the coast and over down through like uh, a lot of shows in the Pacific Northwest and then Denver and back through kind of Arizona and that area so Sounds if you live fun. in any of those parts yeah it should be, should be really cool. cool I like a lot of those cities Portland and Vancouver and places I haven't been in a few years. So if you'd like to come see me do some stand-up comedy, uh, all those dates are at davidhuntsberger.com. You had an illustration in like what Western Horseback Rider magazine? West Western Horseman. Oh, I had several. I'll be <laughs> posting <laughs> when those. When you were a soon. child, yeah, it was a big deal to me. Like when I was eight, I someone hit me to it. I saw the magazine. You could send them, you know, a drawing, and then you'd wait months. And then you would just see it in the magazine. They would never tell you anything about it. Were they like one panel New Yorker type? They're not even comics. They're just a drawing. You could oh. you could draw like a stick figure. Oh, and then they—I don't know that they turned anyone down, but in my oh. mind, it was like <laughs> it has to be so good to get in there because the yeah. drawings were usually pretty good. And then one day I'd get the magazine and like flip through it, and there would my drawing. It, it's oh, the wow. greatest feeling. It was so that cool. cool. That's way cool. And what was Western Horseman? It's just like the go-to. I mean, it used to be like they'd have a section in the back that was just people selling stuff from all across the country, you know, like horses and tack and things like that. But mostly it was just articles about like, here's a new procedure people are using and the way they put a saddle on a horse or the way they clean their feet or da da da. Every, everything imaginable to do about horses. And then... That's how they figured out to put the saddle on the back of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a lot of times before it was, it was on, on the, the bottom, shit, and yeah. it was just doing nothing. People were getting sick because yeah. they were on the bottom. <laughs> Real breakthrough. Yeah. Yeah, they do profile pieces. They used to have like, they would feature like cowboy poets in there in the back. That's so a whole all thing. Of stuff. Yeah. Wait, like the... you know about this? <clears throat> I feel like I've been hearing about cowboy poets my whole life oh, here and there. And, you know, it's no longer a novelty. I get it. There's cowboy poets. Yeah. I don't know. Am I the only one who's, this is the first I've heard of cowboy poets? I have an uncle who's pretty much a cowboy poet. My really? aunt. Yeah. yeah. She loves cowboy poetry. Yeah. No, what, what is it about cowboy like poets? Why is that a thing? You don't hear about like fireman poets. So you're around the campfire or something like that, or you just gotten done, everyone gets off their horse, and then usually it's a guy with a big like push broom mustache. That's critical <laughs> That's, to be a cowboy. Yeah. But they'll stand kind of bow-legged with their thumbs looped in their pants and kind of crook over and... This one guy did this once, and I remember the poem was, Trumby was a ringer, and a good one at that. He could ride a horse and crack a whip. He never took to drinking, and he never picked a fight. Trumby was a good man, but he couldn't read or write. <laughs> I don't know awesome. why I yeah. remember That's, that. I like it, though. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't write it. That's some cowboy poetry that, that for whatever reason. That is truly so the, cowboy poetry. Awesome. So cowboy right? poetry is yep. meant to entertain around the fire. Yeah, and the story of Trumby is that he can't read or write, but he's like really yeah. does this. He's the most like helpful and, and you know, like... Um, uh, accomplished cowboy on this ranch, and he goes out there. There, the, the herd is starving, and or no, they're they're dying of thirst. There's no water, so he goes out to look for some, and he finally finds this spring. And then no one hears from him for a few days. So they go out riding, and they find him. Oh, so this is a longer poem. That's yeah, just yeah. A, I just did the first like verse, and in the yeah. end, 
he had died because there was a sign that said like this water is poison. Trumpy. I used to love those kinds of. Who is what's the one the um the oh fuck it's like the cremation of Sam McGee or something like that. Do you know the one I'm talking about? Yeah, we did that on Larry Miller. That's such a great one, and it's uh. Look it up, folks, because that's a really good, fun poem like that, where it's a whole story. It's like yeah. mm-hmm. uh, about this guy in Alaska, and he has to cremate his buddy, and it's, uh, I don't know. That's usually how they go, is there's like yeah. a whole tale of... Cremation of Sam McGee. Yeah, that's it. It's nice. f- And it's fun to read, because it's got Snipples a rhythm uncle. and a musicality <laughs> yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huh, interesting. By Robert Service. He's really Robert good. Robert Service, yeah. Uh, kind of like regular person poet. There you go. I wish I knew the like dude a cowboy who wrote poet? Trumby. He's probably a cowboy poet. This is like Yukon poetry, though. This is, you know, it's like whatever the, the Alaska equivalent of a cowboy is. A right? cowboy? I feel like that's what it is. In yeah. Alaska? They, they, don't, they don't have cattle in Alaska, do they? Yeah, oh, yeah. I watch that show sometimes, The Alaska, The Last Frontier. They have a few cattle on that. Huh. Yeah. They're like, got to protect them from grizzlies is and nuts. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, this isn't is nuts. It? It's it is unbelievable. Crazy. Yeah. Al, did you say there's a cowboy poet in your family? Yeah, my aunt uh, married a guy yeah. who is now my uncle, and he is like he reads Shakespeare, but he also like he he would he builds stuff for like nuclear power plants, and then also like for mines. So if you said like I need a huge car truck cart that can go into the mine and pull tons of rock out, he's like, well, I can build that. Whoa! And they'll just build it. Um, but well, he's then he's like a total cowboy. Like he you'd is, meet him, and he's just kind of gruff, but he's so nice. Yeah, he talks real slow. Yeah, you think, like this guy's kind of an idiot. And then you're like, he's brilliant. You're, yeah, he's crazy smart. And then I remember we went shooting. He has like hundred and like couple hundred different kinds of guns. And we went to a shooting range, and we were all shooting these guns. And he was like, "Hey, take my truck back." And I'm driving this truck, and I'm like, "I don't own this truck," and I have. 150 guns in it <laughs> and I don't know anything about my uncle's truck and if I get pulled over I have absolutely no excuse he has so many guns that if you go shooting guns you could use the gun to shoot guns yes. like you could line yeah. the guns and, up and, and I'd, I'd say like what, what's about this gun he's like oh I didn't I didn't know I had that gun that I don't know go ahead and shoot it let's see how it goes and, like, <laughs> and then like we're in there and I'm like putting the guns in this gun safe and there's just like gold coins everywhere and he's like oh yeah those are my gold coins and it's like, like a video game who is this guy <laughs> yeah wait where's the part where he's the poet though oh, I just thing. he just like reads Shakespeare and says poetry and like oh, okay. he just knows all that kind of stuff and does he have a mustache Depends. Sometimes, sometimes he mustache, yeah. sometimes he doesn't. Yeah. My aunt he can grow it at will. It's just exactly. like it's not there. <laughs> yeah. He grits his teeth. Yeah. It comes out, and then it's time for. I poetry. would believe that. He's I absolutely like a would. Magic mountain man. Yeah. Growing up, my aunt and uncle they lived in Wyoming, and every family reunion they would read cowboy poetry. Like we would all gather around, and they would like have picked a bunch of poems and would read them. I to us. I like that though, because I like the idea that of the culture before we all had so much uh, entertainment at our fingertips mm-hmm. where yeah. you'd have to come up with stuff like that. You, yeah. you know, you'd have downtime where you'd have to entertain each other yeah. and write poetry. Yeah. I yeah. always thought it was fun and they would always make them kind of funny and interesting. And yeah. yeah, it was a fun, that's a fun memory. I haven't thought about that in a long time. Thank you. Who brought it up? <laughs> <laughs> Who brought it up? I think Western Horseman brought that up. So you, Allison brought I've that up. I've literally never heard of cowboy poetry. Now I have been turned on to it. Although there's a song that Daniel has. Baxter Black is one of the more famous cowboy poets. Never so heard of him. Google him. Yeah, he, he, he's one that was like 
really regularly featured in Western Horsemen a lot. <laughs> Huge mustache. Baxter Brown. Baxter Black. Baxter. Okay. There should also be a Baxter Brown though. <laughs> yeah. True. What's the What's the song that Daniel sings? You can eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a bag of dicks. Eat a bag of eat a bag of eat a bag of dicks. Hey. That's that's an old uh, 49er song from the <laughs> Cold Rush here in Look California. Uh, I didn't write that one. What's your ragtime cowboy song? Because I had never heard this Please song. Please sing it. Allison always makes me sing these 227 is the place to be <laughs> with Marla Gibbs and her family. I, I, I never knew this song, although I well, like I, it. I, and I don't know if I can remember how it starts. Chunky chicken vegetable, chunky chicken vegetable, <laughs> chunky chicken so vegetable, chunky chicken vegetable, chunky chicken vegetable. It's Your just, mom knows it too. It makes me feel like it's an Arizona thing. Maybe it's a song I was singing to Elliot. It's um, they always sing uh, back and forward in a saddle as he sings, riding to the cattle on a horse that is syncopated, gated, and there's such a funny meter to the roar of his repeater. How they run when they hear the bad guy coming, because the Western folks all know. He's a highfalutin, rootin' tootin' son of a gun from Arizona Ragtime Cowboy Joe. Oh, it's actually called wow. Ragtime uh-huh. Cowboy. I thought that was just the way you were describing the song. <laughs> but there's a part where it's Ragtime Cowboy, talk about the yeah, cowboy. It, gets really, it really breaks down. Ragtime Such Cowboy Joe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's fun. Cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and for some reason I I could remember the whole song the other day. And now the beginning is completely... It's weird how it'll come and go. Probably has to do with sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys, I'm on Patreon. Patreon is like Kickstarter, um, but you can support artists, podcasters, etc. on an ongoing monthly basis. You can get bonus episodes. Jenna has been a guest on a bonus episode. She's going to be a guest on this month's bonus yes. episode. Greg Heller has been a guest. Um, I have. I, I got some FaceTime with myself. I have been a guest. Um, Daniel has been on the show. It's super Ooh. fun. And so there's bonus episodes. There's an exclusive um interactive live video stream there's a level where you get merchandise in the mail check it out patreon.com slash allison rosen if you like what you're hearing subscribe itunes.com slash allison rosen leave us a nice comment if you would it, it helps us out on itunes and you can uh follow me on twitter at allison rosen follow the show's twitter feed at airynbf jeff where should we go for you you can find me on facebook and twitter at colonel jeff fox and also i just added to my website i get Frequently asked what kind of equipment I recommend or use for podcasts. Uh, there's a lot of equipment out there, and it's hard to figure out what's what. So I made a complete list of equipment that I recommend that I use to for That's all so of my nice. clients, Great. and I put it on the website. So it's wow. barracudaradio.com slash gear. Help yourself to it if you find it interesting, and I hope you find it useful. Nice. That's really like, you're like nice. a good Samaritan, yeah. Yeah. not the kind that would take someone's wallet. No, no, I would just take the money in it. <laughs> That's good. Ret- yeah, I would leave, return I would, that floppy wallet. Yeah, I would leave the wallet and the ID and all that stuff. That's just a hassle. That doesn't yeah. seem any good. You'd yeah. leave their pictures that are in their wallet. Yeah, most if of them. their wallet's from the 80s. Yeah, most of them. Yeah. Daniel? I'm at Daniel Quant's Twitter and Instagram. D Quant's on the Snappy. Oh, God. <laughs> pass! Pass, pass, pass! <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> What was that past thing from? Oh, I was telling the story about Scott Rudin and his assistant. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, where do we uh, have for you? I am at the hashtag Al, Twitter, Instagram, you name it. The hashtag gal. That's right. Hashtag gal. Jenna? You can find me at Jenna Kim Jones, Twitter, Instagram, my website, Jenna Kim Jones. And also check out our podcast, Sorry Not Sorry with Jenna Kim Jones. 
keep saying my name. It feels weird. Al's on the podcast, too, the hashtag Al. And you should check that out on iTunes or wherever else you like to listen to podcasts because it's probably there. Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, throw that again in case someone tuned in just for the last five yeah. minutes of the show, <laughs> which is how people listen to my podcasts. My multiple ways to find me? Yeah. The, uh, com at Huntsberger Junk on Twitter, and Dave Huntsberger on Instagram. Good luck. So it's not Huntsberger's Junk, it's Huntsberger Junk? Right, as if I have a bunch of junk that I'm getting rid of. I follow not Huntsberger's my- Junk on Instagram. It's a totally different... Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally just, different. Yeah, I mean, it's some pretty classy shots, though. Yeah. Right, it's, it's tasteful junk shots. So tasteful. You know, it's just good to look at. I just like to dress up my genitalia as various uh, <laughs> historical figures and- <laughs> it's it's like a diary of sorts for yeah, the yeah. junk. Today was a quiet day. <laughs> oh my goodness. You guys, thank you for being on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Sam Rosen is your new best friend. Whoa.